When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to Hyperspace Hangout, a podcast by Star Wars fans for Star Wars fans. I am Matt Starwin. And I am Ezra Skyhopper. Welcome aboard the Outcast. This is the place for all Star Wars fans where we discuss your thoughts and theories about a galaxy far, far away. Okay, Ez. So it's been a while, but as we have some guests today, I thought let's revert back to the original question. How many younglings did mm. Anakin kill? Oh like, my god. Seven. <laughs> I was actually eight. That's so that's nine. so crazy. Nine. I was hoping, you know, I that we would never return to that question. And it's sort of but, like, you know, I mean, because but, I don't know. We don't know. I don't want to, you know, it's scary. 57. Yeah. It, I That might be accurate. Mm-hmm. It could be. It could be. That's kind of, yeah. So, I mean, here's the thing. Like, when you ask a question like that, <laughs> I don't know. So, you know, we turn to, like, the experts and we try to figure this out, right? So, uh, to our guest, we actually have today uh, Alice and Laura from Force Toast Podcast. And, uh, yeah, how many younglings? You know, it reminds me of that movie Robin Hood Men in Tights. Uh, that Mel Brooks movie. Do you guys yeah. remember that? Oh yeah. And there's I've a character. Oh, you have to watch it. I have that. It's that and Spaceballs double feature DVD. Um, but there's a character called Blinken, and he's blind, and he gets put in like the treehouse lookout duty. And Robin Hood is like, Blinken, what are you doing out there? And he just says, guessing. Guessing no one's coming. (laughs) 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 Kind of like that. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. That's a good movie. It's been a long time since I've seen that, but it's it is it is a good movie. Yeah. Uh, So uh, let's ask here. So we've got again. So Force Toast, a Star Wars happy hour. uh, Laura, Alice, Laura, how are you doing? Feeling good. Feeling very uh, a little bit isolated here in Chicago. Or we've been doing the social distancing thing for. What is it, Alice? Two or three weeks? Feels like three years. I don't know. It's been a long time. And uh, yeah, it's okay. I'm social distancing with my sister who I live with, so it's not so bad. But yeah, beyond that, doing good. Hanging in there. (laughs) My like extroverted self is like really trying, really trying really hard to cope. And here we are. Well, that's good. That's good. Yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. It's different times we're living in. You know, it's like it's honestly... 
crazy. You know, it's just like everything has changed and, and everyone has to kind of adjust. And it's just been, we've been talking about it for a while too. It's just, it's different. And um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's don't, I'm ready to get back to normal, but um, yeah, good to hear that you guys are, are at least, you know, sa- you know, staying safe and everything. Alice, uh, sa- same for you. I've been doing the same shit since like December ish. So the only thing is now I'm petrified of touching anything and leaving my house. So slightly different getting a lot of tv shows in i wish i had made a running list i'll watch full seasons of shows in one sitting and not sleep so it's a special time in my life (laughs) i've been i've been calling it you know i mean we're fulfilling we're doing our american duty okay i mean when you're laying there on the couch just know you are not out there actively spreading coronavirus so i mean it's really our patriotic duty are we american heroes I mean, maybe. Okay. I mean, that's that's one way to think about it. Yeah. You know what I really want to do is do like a recap of the Tiger King. That's a fantastic documentary. Um, you just you just let me know because I am all about it. I have not. You guys seen can it. you guys can team up and do that because yeah, I'm out. On, I'm not gonna watch it at this point. I just now I'm just rebelling against society, and I'm gonna make it part no. of my personality that I'm gonna be one of the last people on the earth that has not seen it. So <laughs> fuck you all. <laughs> You're making a hey, mistake, Laura. That, that's kind of like me. I I honestly like Matt's been recommending it. I'm like, man, I need like a block of time to really sit down and just I guess binge it or something i don't know i i, I haven't have you know i just I haven't found the time and then i hear about it and i'm like do i really well, want to you no, know the thing is you, sorry there are twists and turns like every other episode it takes some wacky turn and you're just like what how did we even get here and the man is just fascinating <laughs> you know the mullet the shiny shirts yeah. you know it's like uh you know, Gimli, like, I want the shiny shirt. No, no, no. Like, it, it's oh, so many twists. I'm telling you, like, every episode, you're like, this can't get weirder. It does. Be careful, because the Tiger King is like a can of Pringles. Once you pop, you just will, you won't <laughs> stop, man. I mean, you're, 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 you're locked and loaded. You're going to be there for the next seven hours. <laughs> Well, so here's my here's my thing with like this whole social distancing thing, because I now I'm working from home and this is not something I've ever done. It's not something I ever wanted to do. I don't want to work from home. I like to be among people and out and about and stuff. So this is this is weird for me. I haven't like figured out like my work hours. Like I feel like I'm working all the time. I'm like consumed by work because it consumes me because it's in my home with me now. And I'm just like, I just can't like, I haven't figured out the balance yet, you know? So I I feel like I haven't had as much time to like sit and watch all the shows and everything that everyone else has. I'm just like, Oh God, like Clone Wars came out three days ago. I need to sit and watch that. And like, I get finally get around to it. It's just bizarre. Although I will say I did get through Ozark uh, season three on Netflix. Did you guys watch that? I haven't yet. I want to. I I'm on season I two. Um, I uh, haven't. I haven't started it. It's on. It's on my to watch list. My girlfriend and I were, were talking about as we do, uh, we just finished uh, Letter Kenny. We've been that's been our our, our plow through on on Hulu. It's hmm. a Canadian uh, comedy. Um, it's great if you've never seen it. Um, and we were like, okay, what's what's next? And we have Ozark right there on our on our list. We're like, okay, well that's that's next. I'm like, I've heard good things about it, but that's that's soon to soon to come. Another solid season. Mm. Yeah, it was a winner. I really enjoyed season three. The ending will, will get you. It's great. 
Oh man, yeah. That I when I first started watching that show, it was it was wild. I was sort of like, this is this is crazy. This is escalating really quick. Uh, as I got through season one, and now I'm in season two. I'm gonna have to finish it though for sure. I'm looking forward to that. Um, okay. Um, so real quick, just before we go any further, I wanted to mention uh, that that you can follow these uh, ladies on on Twitter. Uh, this is at Force Toast Pod. We're gonna do another plug at the end, and uh, you can go to forcetoastpod.com awesome uh follow their podcast and they got some cool stuff over there and i actually want to talk about at the very end of this we're going to come back to you know a blog post that i kind of wanted to talk about um, a couple of them that i that i saw over there so uh but before we do that i had a couple kind of star wars related questions um i had mentioned before we started we were talking before the show just about our friend anthony um at rural farm boy who's always talking about what he's consuming whether it be a podcast or a book or comic book or whatever and so I thought it'd be kind of cool just to ask you guys, um, whoever wants to start first, uh, do- doesn't matter, you know, but what are you currently consuming Star Wars related? You know, is it book, movie, TV show, what have you? For me, currently just the Clone Wars. Uh, I have a bunch of podcasts that I just kind of hop around through and whatever my mood is because I'm subscribed to so many but Clone Wars is really all there is right now I, I feel like I'm caught up on all the books I want to read the Kylo Ren comics finished uh the next thing is I guess the new Alphabet Squadron book Queen's Peril I don't remember when that comes out the Light of the Jedi book but I'm thinking a lot of stuff is going to be pushed back just from this yeah you think that's the case incident. yeah okay uh, I think someone posted, I think our one of our friends posted that he got a email that the digital copy was canceled. Of or, what? Of uh, Light of the Jedi. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, strange. Yeah. Wow. I, well, so here's, I mean, things are different. So getting the novelization, the Rise of Skywalker novelization, I had pre-ordered it and it was coming in at, be- or, um, at uh, Barnes & Noble and I just hadn't had a chance to go get it. And they like call me and they're still doing curbside kind of like come out, you know, drop it off to you type of thing. So I was able to, because I, I wasn't really going to read it or consume it. I was like, I'll just wait till this thing is over. But they were able to kind of do that. And so I was like, yes, so, you know, I got a chance to, to read and consume that. But um, yeah, that's interesting. I hadn't even thought about maybe stuff getting pushed back or something because of this. Uh, so that'll be interesting to kind of keep... Uh, an eye out for that so yeah but, but uh laura uh currently you know star wars uh you know stuff that you're consuming is it just clone wars or or other things well i i sort of always have a book going um unlike alice i'm not like totally caught up with the canon like alice has read almost i think like every single canon book almost at least the ones that she wanted to read so she's like fully caught up i'm not there yet so i usually always have one going um at the moment i'm not (laughs) this is so dumb i didn't like read anything new i actually sat down and listened to um a new hope by john jackson or not a new hope i'm sorry um a new dawn by john jackson miller oh yeah um so like the first canon novel that came out in 2014 with canaan and Hera, and i have read that book twice this is my first time actually listening to the audiobook so i had a lot of fun with that i just finished that and right now i am listening to the audiobook of The Rise of Skywalker. So I'm moving very slowly through that. I was kind of bouncing back and forth between that and A New Dawn, and now I'm just sort of taking my time. Because um, I did read the novelization. I was able to pick it up at um, C2E2 here in Chicago um, back at the end of February. So I've read it. I've written all over it, marked it up for trivia and all that stuff. So it's it's done. But yeah, I'm having fun listening to it. I'm, I'm curious to I'll be curious to actually sit down and watch the movie again to see if it's sort of changed my interpretation of it. Um, but we'll see. Remains to be seen. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, so did, you're listening to it. Mark, Mark Thompson, I think is, is reading it or whatever, but did, have you gotten to the part where, cause I'm also listening to it too. I was just waiting. Cause I like to have the book, you know, like and kind of follow along as I listen or whatever. And, um, Dio, uh, have, like the, the audio that they use for him. Have you got to that part yet? Where they, where... No, I'm not there yet. I haven't oh. gotten that far yet. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's it's really cool. So like, I, I always love to see how you know what music they use, or you know, because it's kind of it's a production, and, and it's kind of neat to see um, whether the the reader the voices that are used and stuff. So I don't know. I think it's I think it was it was done well. But again, I'm not all the way through it either. So, um, but that's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Um, cool. And then you know, hey, uh, so I just you know we got Matt here too. So Matt, I mean. You know, for you, my friend, you and I, and we're going to bring this up later, mm-hmm. recently have been consuming, you know, Rebels, and we're also consuming uh, the Clone Wars and stuff, but that's been fun. Yeah, yeah man, I got to say, um, you know, so I, we talked about this before, Clone Wars, I think it just came out in a time when I just wasn't, I just wasn't really watching you know, like cartoons or whatever, so I was like, always oh, kind of push, put it off and whatever, and then um rebels came out like when i went back to school and so i was just really busy and so i just didn't really watch it um and then the final season was back when we just like first kind of started podcasting so uh you know because it was just four seasons so i didn't i didn't really jump into it and so now that i have all this extra time on my hand i'm like all right let's go back and explore you know a lot of this other stuff a lot of these other star wars things that aren't really the games because i think that's you know, where I normally uh, venture and I'm like blown away. I mean, it's like really good. You know, we, yeah. we ran a poll. We ran a poll on Twitter um, the other day and we said, which do you guys prefer Clone Wars or Rebels? And it was overwhelmingly Clone Wars. And now I'm like that. These pe- I think it's just because pe- people want to see Anakin and Obi-Wan and stuff. And people do stuff rather than this band of original characters who they, you know, aren't familiar with. But it's not even it's not even close. It's, well, it's just it's it's not even close, man. I'm sorry. Oh like, yeah. Well, and here's the thing. I do have to say, Matt runs dark side polls, making people you know choose between stuff. I mean, it, good lord, you know. But yeah, true. that that was that was sort of uh, yeah. I, I I think you know the reason that came up is because yeah, you're kind of like going through it and you're you're like what what has been my obsession with it and why do I like it? And I've even I would uh you know Laura, I was actually talking to Matt about. You know some of your interest in what you, what you how you got into Star Wars and Harrison Dula and the whole thing, and I was just sort of like, man, it is worth it. You have got to keep going. Well, it is, and I've always seen uh, you know, especially you know, Laura on uh, well, and, and both you guys on on Twitter talking about uh, one the score of Rebels being some of like you know the best parts of it, and it's again uh, we talked just a little bit about this before the show. It's really good. The score is uh, like really really good. Uh, and then, yeah, Harrison Dula, man, unsung hero, really, of Rebels. She is the glue that holds everybody together. I mean, Ezra's off doing his stuff and Kanan and everybody. Um, and she doesn't really get a lot of time to shine, but she is without question the glue that holds it together. And I've been te- I've been messaging as as I'm as I'm watching this and I'm just like, you know, I get to one episode and I'm like, oh, you know, this happened. This happened. Then like I've just sent him like five or six about Hera. I'm like. Literally, I mean, if it weren't for her, this entire thing would just fall apart. Yeah. You guys, you have like you have no idea how much I'm like grinning ear to ear right now because I like I like can't even contain it. It's like it's so fucking crazy to me because <laughs> I was like I love this show so much when it was on, and I like nobody understood it. Like none of my like IRL non Star Wars friends like 
would pick they were just like what the fuck is wrong with you like this is a children's show i do not understand why you're so obsessed with it this is so weird and i'm like i know i can't explain it i'm sorry and then i met alice and i was just like hey do you watch rebels and she's like yeah and i'm like oh my god yes (laughs) finally someone to talk to about it but yeah like my sister-in-law is watching it now and now that it's on disney plus and it's available for everyone and like every once in a while she texts me about stuff and i'm just like sitting here waiting for her to get to twilight of the apprentice because I know she's on season two and I'm just like any day now she's going to text yeah. me and I get to talk <laughs> about it. <laughs> it's it's it, well that uh, so that's where I just was yesterday and I was texting as and I'm like oh my god man I had to call him like afterwards and we call each other all the time anyway but I called him I was like oh my god man like I get it I, I totally get it <laughs> like I, I get because it's you know I think I think for me I'd always also kind of looked at Rebels um, without having seen anything about it and I you know just uh, I saw Ezra Bridger and I saw his lightsaber and I just thought it was stupid like not knowing anything about it but now like actually watching it I'm like oh okay no it's because he crafts it out of like just the pieces he has around him and so I thought that was cool Um, and then you know I mean just the whole cast like the whole cast of the show is just so dynamic and great Um, and I I think the other reason that I like it more than Clone Wars is I actually think that this feels less kid friendly than Clone Wars. Um, And then the other the other big part of this is you don't know what's going to happen to these characters. You know, when you watch Clone Wars, you're like Anakin and Obi-Wan are not going to die. So they're never, ever in in serious trouble. Whereas when I saw Kanan get blinded and I mean, like I knew that it happened, but I didn't know that it happened (laughs) when he was fighting Darth Maul uh and I was like what like and so you just you don't know what's going to happen to these these characters and so it just it makes it you know that much better yeah I love that that's still like a thrill for people because my my thing when it was on and when I went and saw Rogue One in the theaters is and I knew what time what the time period was and I knew it would it kind of matched up like within a few years I remember like the first time I saw like desperately searching the screen at every moment like trying to be like okay the ghost crew could realistically be there like I mean this is like obviously back in 2016 before the series had ended so uh, I was like searching high and low and like I must have been like I didn't even notice when they like called out General Sindula's name like over the my or over the thing like I didn't notice the ghost anywhere like I was I was just searching, but still, like, managed to not see it, and then got on Twitter, like, after I saw it, and people were like, oh, my God, Rebel stuff, and I was, like, immediately, like, hauling ass back to the theater to go watch it again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, that is so great. Yeah, it just, it's so, I don't know, I I, I guess it's, I'm kind of giddy with energy, too, just because, one, I'm talking to you guys, and and it's also, like, Matt is going through this right now, and I was just sort of, like, For the first time. Wow. Which I think, which is, which is different. I mean, anytime you get a... You get to watch something with somebody um, for like the first time, you know, you get to kind of like relive what it was like to go through it for, you know, for the for the first time. And it's like, oh, yeah, I mean, that's like that's what makes it awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. So that's kind of, you know, some stuff that we're consuming right now. And I guess one thing I wanted to ask you guys just I, and Alice kind of talked about a little bit in terms of books and stuff. But um, I know, you know, we had a chance uh, to, to meet at Celebration and I, I've been thinking about like upcoming celebration, May the 4th and things. So are there things that you guys, and uh, we'll start with you, Laura, just things that you're, you're interested in or looking forward to in the next few months or whatever, or, you know, even into the fall. I mean, gosh, I guess 2020, you know? <laughs> well, Mandalorian season two, I'm really excited for. I mean, all these like casting rumors that we're hearing coming out has got me like really, really pumped for season two. So I'm excited about that. 
Um, the I'm inclined to believe this this Rebels sequel series that's coming allegedly. I, I'm inclined to believe that that's actually real. I know it's just a rumor at this point and hasn't been confirmed by anyone at Lucasfilm, but I I'm optimistic that it, that it's happening at some point and that we'll hear something about that soon. So I'm excited for that. Um, obviously, Star Wars Celebration. I mean, that's like. I, I was telling Alice, I'm like, I plan like my entire year around Star Wars Celebration. I love it so much. I'm so excited. This will be my third one. Um, assuming that it it happens according to plan, I'm really, really worried at this point that it's yeah. either going to be postponed or it's going to be canceled and then, you know, rebooked for 2021 or something. And I'll just, I mean, I just can't, I'm, I will just be so devastated, but I, uh, at the same time, I mean, I get it, but yeah, as, as long as it's happening, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to, to celebration Anaheim. Cause yeah, Alice and I have four day passes and we have a hotel booked and we don't have flights booked yet. Cause we're holding <laughs> off, but yeah, right. there you go. Yeah. 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 Alice, I guess, you know, same, same question. I mean, uh, you guys have any plans for, for May the 4th or anything coming up? Uh, I mean, if, if it's a secret, you know, keep it. Keep it safe. Um, uh, I think we're going to be in isolation until June, to be honest. Not to be too much of a Debbie Downer, but with Celebration, I'm thinking a lot of stuff they had planned isn't going to be ready because they've had to freeze so much what they can do with having right. people work at home and all the social distancing and like yeah. maybe the talent won't want to show up. So I think things are going to be postponed Yeah, at least a few months, if not maybe until like April of 2021 just because unless you know some vaccine comes out or something like that but they're gonna have some catching up to do especially if it's the case that the email was valid that one of our friends got about Light of the Jedi digital copy being canceled for the original due date I couldn't Mm -hmm. find anything else on Amazon like on Amazon it still looks like it's coming out on August 25th but um I don't know. Yeah, wasn't there a rumor? Wasn't there something like one of the thro- was the Timothy Zahn book moved back or something too, or was that? Yeah, that's it. I mean, that's was that different. It was pushed to October, but that push was made a long time ago. Oh, was that it? Del Rey okay. always that, moves things. Yeah, this is on par for Del Rey, where they tend to push things off periodic. I mean, it happens so much, so much more frequently. I feel like than it doesn't, where a book gets announced and the. The, you know, the release date is announced and then it gets pushed off. So at this point, okay. you know, we're all it's all sort of par for the course for Delray. But I know that, you know, they're working from home and stuff, too, right now. And we'll we'll see how this affects everything on their end. I don't know. Yeah. 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 I, I was hopeful that, you know, even for, for like May the 4th, like we might get something from Luca, you know, something to kind of lift everybody's spirits. You know, they're, they're releasing stuff early on Disney Plus and things. And I thought maybe even if something with Celebration did happen, we might get some some special thing from StarWars.com, some video, you know, from somebody that would be kind of cool and, and something. So maybe that'll still uh, happen. But it, yeah, it's just, it's wild, crazy times, uh, honestly. But uh, I've been looking forward to that book series as well, sort of that new High Republic uh, type of thing as well. And, and um, yeah, I'll be interested to see how, how that all goes. But um, okay. Um, so oh, also, well, I guess, yeah. So you're right. Well, it's going to be a while until you guys uh, can get back out there. You still like the Chicago trivia and yeah. stuff. We had a good run in February, or four for four. Yeah. Had an arch, arch nemesis team who we met two years ago. They're really nice. They're, they're good, good dudes. But they were at every one that we went to, damn it. Yeah, they, it mostly, stressful. they mostly came in second at every single one, so they gave us a run for our money. But yeah, February was really fun for us because, you know, everything leading up to Chicago's Comic-Con event, 
Uh, there were lots of trivias happening around the city. Um, but yeah, as far as you know, sort of, you know, everything's on hold. All of our bars and restaurants are closed. Like it, yeah. it's just kind of, we're just kind of riding it out. And, um, at the moment I'm sort of putting together all of my study guide materials for episode nine. So I'm, I, I'm, I'm staying on it, staying at nice. work. You know, Alice and I always, we quiz each other in every episode of our show. So we, we sort of stay on top of stuff, maybe Maybe me more than Alice, but uh, yeah, it, it's, you know, we'll make our own fun if we can't go have trivia, yeah. pub pub trivia fun um, out and about. Yeah, nice. That's cool. Yeah, I was, I was wondering about that. So that's that's interesting. Yeah. Um, okay, now, so uh, kind of a special question we always ask uh, when we have a guest on. We try, to, we try to ask this question, and this is just more for fun, but I was going to ask Laura, is the dark side stronger? Um, years ago... <laughs> Years ago, my, my friends came to me. I almost went into a years ago, you served my father in the Clone Wars, Kenobi right. quote. But um, years ago, my friends would come to me. I'd be in high school, and they would ask me, because I was just a super uber Star Wars nerd, and they all knew it. And it was almost like a teasing thing. But yet, then they, would, they were half intrigued. They would ask me, is the dark side stronger? You know, like, like what did I think? And so it's just something we always kind of ask people. But um, I'm hoping the answer is is, is no, but... I want, to, I want to see what you think. Okay, so here's my thing with the dark side, is that at this current moment, I'm sort of in the process of developing a personal interest in the dark side, shall we say, when it comes to Star Wars, which is new for me. I've always been very much like on the side of the rebellion, and I'm, I'm sort of working on a special project um, to be revealed at a future date. So... Wow. The answer to the question, is the dark side stronger, <laughs> remains to be seen to be determined. What is this project? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, my Lord. That... You'll find out soon enough. I, I, I sense I okay. sense a plot. I sense a plot. <laughs> um, a plot is afoot, indeed. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. Yeah. We, it, I don't know. Did, did you, like... Did that happen for you guys? I mean, do you guys ever do that with each other? I, you know, like, like ask those questions. Like, I love just bringing up quotes and, and talking about uh, different things. And, and I want to get into this. We might even do this, um, uh, gosh, later on. We, I'm going to bring up Rebels again. And at the end of this, we, after we talk about Clone Wars. But, like, there's so many different things that Clone Wars and Rebels, and I guess I'll use this as kind of a bridge maybe into our other questions because we do want to talk about Clone Wars. Um, but, like, you can do some pretty deep dives into Clone Wars and Rebels and then I'm guessing, like, even this Mandalorian stuff is going to get deeper and thicker just, you know, as, as season two. I'm, I'm guessing they're going to take it up a notch. I mean, the fact that you brought uh, the child Baby Yoda in, in on this, it's we're going to explore deeper um, realms of the Force or something. So I, it's just, to me, it's, it's all geared up in this direction where I'm, I'm super, even though the sequels are over, you know, are the, you know and, and this whole Skywalker saga is over, there's just so much still uh, to explore and I think that's what's great about it so it's like I love that the answer is also yeah you to be determined on that question and there's more to explore um, but yeah I don't know that's just kind of what I'm what I'm thinking I guess right now in terms of all of this you know being interconnected Matt and I have been going back and forth about like he he asked me the other day like like he was talking about Ahsoka he was like so Ahsoka's a big deal like a big yeah. deal I mean obvious statement maybe but like the more you kind of watch Clone Wars and you watch what Dave Filoni does with this character and this is like his you know his character it just it, it's so cool and to even have speculation that it's going to be in mandalorian season two is sort of 
next level. So let me just first ask um, Alice and Laura, you know, what are you guys thinking about uh, seasons in terms of season seven and how is it going and how's your experience going, you know, with it, I guess. For me, I feel like it's moving. The episodes move fast, but I feel like the story's moving kind of slow. If it were a full length season, which we're about 22 episodes ish, I don't think I'd feel the same way, but I feel like there's a sense of urgency that stuff needs to get rolling and needs to happen. And we need Ahsoka to link up with Anakin and, you know, go back to Mandalore and all of that stuff. So I'm just kind of, I'm liking what I'm watching. It was cool to see the Bad Batch and all that shit, but it's moving a little slow for me. I'm appreciating it. Like, don't get me wrong. But I, I just, I, I'm yeah. like, ah, where is everything? You know. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, Laura. So I'm yeah. kind of in the, I'm kind of in the same boat. I mean, I, and I've always been a much bigger Rebels fan than I ever was of the Clone Wars. I, don't get me wrong, I like the Clone Wars. I'm glad that it's back. And believe it or not, I enjoyed the Bad Batch a lot more than I thought that I would overall. Like, I, I think by episode three, I was kind of like, okay, I'm like, I'm getting sick of the clones. Like, can we move on? And like. Then, you know, the fourth episode of that arc I thought was great, and I thought it tied it up really well. Um, to be honest, I'm not enjoying all the new Ahsoka stuff as much as I thought that I would once this arc started. Um, and I, I don't think it's her. I, I think it's maybe these two new, like, sort of side characters, like this sort of, like, innocence ingenue that we're getting from Trace, like, isn't very appealing to me. And the, like the sisters is just like a, she's such a manipulative bitch and I just am like there's I just don't see like the redeeming qualities there and I'm so I don't know I, I think it's kind of them that I'm not super into which makes me feel bad because I'm like yeah like I'm glad that there's like some Latina representation in Star Wars like this is really cool to see like people who look different and sound different like have a voice in this show um but I just there's something about them I'm just kind of not I'm not into it and I'm not invested because I know that it's probably not really going to go anywhere. And I really just want to get to the siege of Mandalore so I can see all of that. I'm a lot more, I'm feeling sort of like the sense of urgency to get to that, I think, and just move on from all this other stuff and get to the good stuff. Yeah. More yeah. Obi-Wan, more Anakin, you know, our, our, our big characters are still lacking. Really. Obi-Wan's just been comedic relief a couple of times for the most part. Or sidekick and Anakin, we've had him, but it hasn't really been anything special. I guess. Well, I feel like I think it was one of the last episodes, like maybe it was episode five, one of the more recent ones. That like I feel like the entire point of it was to just show off the production design of level thirteen thirteen, which is great for all the people who are like into Star Wars video games. But I'm not, so I just was like, okay, cool, like. This is just like Godzilla in space on Coruscant, basically. Like, can we can we just can we move on? Like, I'm not watching this show to see level thirteen thirteen. Like, I don't personally care. So, yeah, I, I think yeah, that's yeah. real. That was really that's sort of my beef with these new ones. But I don't know. I hate to well, bitch about it. I hate to be that person. But here I am as that person. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. it's fine. well, I mean, like, and even the whole like level thirteen thirteen business. It's it's almost it feels more of like you know as somebody who is. It, you know more in the game stuff it feels more of like a slap in the face kind of than it does because star wars 1313 was supposed to be basically what the mandalorian is like that was the whole idea is it was going to be this game that totally explored the star wars underworld and it was going to have that mandalorian feel and then it was like right when disney you know bought 
um, Star Wars, and then they're just like, yeah, we're canceling this. And then, like, nothing has ever come down from it. So it's just like, oh, Star Wars, oh, we're on level 1313. As if, like, the only people who are ever going to rem- get that reference are, the like, the hardcore video game people who are like, oh, yeah, it was supposed to be this big deal. And, yep, yeah, well, never mind. Now it's just some, you know, tiny little, like, Easter egg in an almost meaningless episode of Clone Wars. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> yeah, it's it is different. I mean, this these uh, gosh, I I get what you're saying too because if if we knew that we had like a full what were, were they typically twenty or twenty two episodes the yeah. yeah around there yeah so it's like yeah I mean it's it's like half of that so I I do kind of understand it's sort of like how do we get to where we're at you know she's captured by the pikes and this whole thing is going down. I'm, I'm wait, uh, like, are they going to just literally is Darth Maul going to, or somebody going to pop out or what's going to, you know, I don't really know what's going to happen. And it does sort of seem like it's taking its time and, and everything. But um, I don't know. I got more excited, I guess when, when Ahsoka showed up and it was kind of neat, it was really I, neat for me too to talk to Matt, you know, just about sort of what happened, you know, with her and her exile from the Jedi. And you know, it's, it's, it's sort of like, you're, you're like, wait, what? She, she did what? Uh, and then no, she didn't actually do that, and this whole thing. So we we had a, a fun time, kind of recapping and stuff. But uh, yeah, I guess I'm, uh, and that kind of leads us into maybe a little bit of like some some speculation. I, Alice, I heard you talking like, well, yeah. Does Maul still control the Maul controls the Pikes at this point, right? Well, that's what I was going to ask. I mean, so you guys, uh, like the, is it what is it the Shadow Collective or something? Uh, he, he like he's a part of all of that, isn't he? Like the like the underground to some degree. Yeah, he went and talked to a whole bunch of the syndicates to kind of back him up when he was trying to take over Mandalore. But I don't know if when he retreated or did he re- wasn't the so wasn't the end of Maul in the Clone Wars when he's sort of like he's been defeated by Sidious and he's kind of like kneeling in front of him and Sidious is like I've got a special plan for you yeah. and then it cuts away and yeah, we yeah. don't really know where it goes. Yep, yep, yeah. yep. I, I guess you're kind of, so I think, I think my mind was thinking, like, where do we see him later on, and where do we see him before, you know, with, like, Crimson Dawn later on, and then before I'm trying to think, like, yeah, how does that, how does that all kind of weave together and, and connect with, um, you know, in, into yeah. Rebels and then Solo? You know, it's, it's, it's also crazy, we were talking about a character like Ahsoka kind of weaving through all of this, and then you have Darth Maul from episode one who's just like woven through all of this too, which is, which right. is crazy. But yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm fascinated to kind of see. I think next episode, and that's gonna, we're recording on a Thursday night, um, so that's going to be tomorrow for all of us. And, and I, I am excited to see maybe what happens. I'm hoping they pick it up a little bit. So. Yeah. Is it, Laura, do you remember what episode on IMDb showed the mall screenshot? What if he's hanging out with the Pikes and sees Ahsoka get, you know, held by them? And then that's where everything starts snowballing into what we want. <laughs> yeah. So it was uh, on IMDb. They have the episode titles up for like the next four episodes. And I think they had a screen grab on episode 10 that showed Maul with his saber and that's all it was and I don't remember what the episode something apprentice I think was in the title but it um yeah I've been sort of wondering the same thing I have a feeling we're gonna end up this whole thing with um Trace and Rafa is gonna take us deeper into the crime syndicates which is in turn gonna eventually lead us to Maul is kind of where I see this going um which is fine. I, I'm I'm sort of excited to see this part of it wrap up. 
Um, I'll be curious to see sort of what the fate is of these of these two sisters. And um, I don't have high hopes that both of them will come out of it alive, especially if Maul's going to get tied into this. But we'll see. Are you really curious about their fates, though? Kind of, especially if I get to see like one of them die. I kind of want to. <laughs> I think I'd be down for that. I kind of. Yeah. I just need. I need this. This this series to get a little bit darker. I think. I just. I'm sort of over. I I think maybe just because I'm in sort of a dark place with the state of the world is like having a, a dark effect on my state of being. But I'm just like I just kind of want everything to be a little bit darker. To be totally honest, I, I needed mm-hmm. to. I don't know, maybe a little bit older, feel a little bit older, but you know that's not really Clone Wars. It's always been a little slapsticky, a little silly, and I don't know. Maybe I'm hoping for too much, but right. we'll see. Well, it's I think it's kind of weird going from Mandalorian, which is you know pretty adult, uh, to Rise of Skywalker, which again, I mean, not certain. It's certainly it's a Star Wars movie, so ultimately it is you know designed for kids, but it's certainly you know you can go enjoy it more as an adult and then to go from that to clone wars is like oh this is like a real step back to to the the content yeah i mean the bad batch when they're finding echo i thought was pretty dark and stuff um you know he's all fucked up and has robot limbs and plugged into shit but it's just like i we're halfway done and we haven't seen the characters that we've been wanting to see much at all and haven't seen them do what we're used to seeing them do so that you know whatever yeah. the episodes they're good they go by fast it looks good um i'm just ready for action 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 right right yeah. i i think we're getting to that point i i guess i want to ask you guys too another question i was thinking about this and i was uh talking to matt when we first started watching season seven um i remember going oh yeah i've seen some of this like concepts and stuff right i mean this was like i think the first couple episodes wasn't at celebration laura like some of this was in a panel and stuff perhaps you, so you, the yeah the first few episodes were all released years ago right um and they were not fully finished so I, i'd seen screen grabs from them you could watch it and it was just like weird movement and you know like wrong colors and all sorts of stuff what we saw at celebration i think was the ahsoka on coruscant pieces like her and her overalls and the sisters and um a few of like the character concept what are they called you know i'm talking about laura where they're like this yeah there was some concept art that we got to see and we definitely saw a clip i think we saw the opening clip of episode five at celebration and then we saw the trailer at celebration for the whole of season seven okay and the, and the reason i'm asking that is i guess you know because you said years ago like that bad batch sort of arc was was semi you know when when clone wars was ending i i, I feel like Maybe they had some of that ready to go, maybe even as far as back back then. But I guess I was kind of wondering, like, with this new Ahsoka stuff, like, is that brand, brand new? Like, as of just, like, a year old? Or, like, was that something Dave Filoni is, like, now he's finishing the story? Or did he always, you know, have that? I guess that's a question I'd love to ask Dave, right? You know, like, have that in his right. mind. Because I'm starting to see her, you know, go into the underworld. And I'm starting to think, did he have that planned out? Or is he, or is he, is he tying that in? You know, but maybe, well, I guess... Maybe he does because you look at Rebels and what happens there. So that could be some indication. But um, 
No, no. Well, gonna... I know that like with season seven, one of the original storylines was going to be what we got out of the book Dark Disciple. Like that was originally supposed to be like an arc um, in, in season seven. And I personally am like really glad that it that they didn't go that route because that book is so so good like and it's so nice to be able to like spend the time in the characters heads and have everything sort of fleshed out in a longer format um but yeah i mean obviously so that part of it isn't isn't part of the season anymore we got Mm. that story already start to finish um highly recommend dark disciple if you want to get into star wars reading it's a really good one yeah, yeah. Actually, you, you are. So I started that, by the way, and have not finished it. And I have been scolded. I have been scolded. Shame. I know. I know. And uh, my friend Lindsay, she is all over me about that. And she was like, literally, I'll know when you're at a certain part because you will start texting and calling me. I'm like, oh, my gosh. So now I have no excuse. I have to get to that one because uh, unlike Alice, yeah, I'm still kind of there's a few things I've gone back. I'm like, oh, I've got to catch up on this um, and, and kind of get ready. Um before we move too far away, though, here, I, w- I wanted to uh, our, our buddy Tom, uh, Tom Gross came on a couple weeks ago, and I wanted to see what you guys think about this, because because Laura, I totally forgot you, you brought up the point that um, that, you know, Palpatine, when he kind of straight, you know, he's, he's there with Maul, sends him on some he has something for him to do. Right. And it's like so full credit to Tom on this. Like he put the idea in my mind and hopefully this is this is OK to speculate you know, just just a little bit. Um, that maybe Maul, Maul's purpose is to occupy Ahsoka in some way. Like maybe Ahsoka is 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 something that would keep Anakin closer to the light side or something like that. And I don't know. I, I just thought it was interesting. And again, you know, you start speculating and you never know what's going to happen or where you're going to go and it gets kind of crazy. And you don't want to build yourself up to the point where you're like, oh, I hope that happens. Um, but I just think I thought that was kind of interesting, you know, that maybe that would be something that would happen because we just don't know what Maul's like objective is and i think that's got to be coming in the next couple episodes well his objective is to kill kenobi yeah Yeah. (laughs) yep good times he's pretty single-minded but yeah i'll be curious to see how this plays out too um this whole thing with with palpatine like how much does he know about like ahsoka and anakin's relationship probably a lot knowing him um and how much you know does he know how much ahsoka means to anakin and how much does he know about how how much or how little they've been in touch since she left and how everything went down with her all of that stuff i'd be curious to know um though i i sort of doubt we're gonna get a ton of palpatine in season seven i mean I'm trying to think of who would play him because I guess maybe they would bring back Ian McDiarmid more than likely if they were going to have anybody do it, right? Yeah. Like Sam Witwer's done his voice before, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. You're totally right. I forgot that Witwer had done it too. Cool. That would also be really cool. I'd be down for that. Yeah. Yeah, I want, Yeah, I didn't. Well, see, I was I was thinking that we would get some of that information, you know, like a pickup of yeah, that conversation I mean, from Maul, but yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Palpatine. I think the real, I mean, the real question is probably Palpatine and season this final season is where does this end does this end right before the battle of coruscant i mean does this where where do where do you guys think that this season's gonna end like timeline wise Mm. (laughs) i'm thinking i i think that we're we might get the scene of ahsoka and rex like burying their their trinkets because remember in the ahsoka novel they Mm -hmm. there's a mention of them sort of creating these like fake graves for themselves to sort of you know throw anyone off the scent that either of them could still be alive 
and I wonder if we'll get to see that on screen. That's That'd that's cool. my yeah. That would yeah, be yeah. my prediction. I'm probably wrong. There's no reason that they would need to show that, but I would. I'd be curious oh. to see it if they're willing. Maybe, but that's I, exactly what I was thinking because it would be a nice thing to wrap up the Clone Wars with, like the fate of the main clone throughout it, and then also Ahsoka. Yeah, maybe helps. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, maybe maybe it, maybe it has like an epilogue, right? Of like post Order sixty six. Uh, do do you think we'll see Order sixty six in in the season? Mm, that's hard to say. I, I don't think so. I'm gonna say no. I don't know why. I'm just gonna say no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, there's a time when I thought maybe there would be some overlap that would be cool. Like we'd see things from the movies and animation or random other parts. But now that we're halfway done with it already and we've pretty much gotten nowhere, um, right? I don't think so anymore. Yeah, because I think the only thing that we've seen um, so far is like Padme's clearly pregnant. I mean, it's it's possible she just hasn't told Anakin, An- Anakin yet. Um, but that's really because before the trailer, we all we were watching the trailer and we were like, oh man, I think this is going on during uh, episode three. But now, yeah, as you guys said, we're into a little bit more. Maybe it just it doesn't doesn't seem like it. Yeah, there was an episode guide that came out for that Bad Batch episode where we see Padme, and it said that Anakin is oblivious to the fact that she is um, pregnant because he's an idiot. So that, uh, right. that I think that was that was definitely interesting. But yeah, I don't I don't think we're gonna get as lined up with with um, Order sixty six as I thought. Although I thought that we had heard that. Siege of Mandalore was happening concurrently with Episode Three, so maybe I I don't I don't know. Oh, yeah. Mm, wow. I feel like I remember hearing that at some point. I couldn't tell you the source or who from, but that that That'd rings cool. familiar for some reason. Yeah. Okay. Well, cool. You know, I mean, I don't know. It's um. Well, we're gonna see. I I really hope you know, tomorrow's episode just takes it up straight up a notch. I mean, literally, and they do that. You know, like. Um, Matt was talking about Rebels, and he's just like, man, you can watch a couple episodes, and it's just really, real chill. You're getting to know the characters more and some of the land, and then, like, the high points are so, so freaking high that it's just, it's wild. So, I'm really hoping, like, there they gotta be some real high points in this, and I'm I'm really looking forward to those. And I love the idea of, of yeah, showing um, the, the, the graves. I thought, that that's great. That's actually really... Um, didn't even think about that because I was telling Matt like the Ahsoka book is something uh, now that he then that he's in and we're really you know diving into some of her arc and her story I'm like we got to get you know that novel's got to be I need to read that again and and stuff it's good so yeah yeah I love Ahsoka's story in the novel I the novel itself wasn't my favorite it was the first Star Wars book I ever read and I remember thinking that it felt very like fan fiction-y and even upon like rereads I kind of thought the same thing but it's really just the style of it for some reason that feels that way. The story itself, I really like. I love where they take Ahsoka's story, and I love how it ties into. Uh, I, I won't say anything. I love what it ties into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and I, at least um, I was telling Matt, anyways. Like the the first couple episodes. I mean, doesn't she remind me? If I'm wrong, you know, correct me here. Uh, but she starts off like she's a mechanic, right? Isn't she fixing things a little bit and stuff? Like I think because she's kind of doing that in Rebels. No, no, no. In in the in this Ahsoka book, I was uh, I was asking oh, okay. more kind of like you. like I th- yeah. I thought it kind of started off that way, and it was cool just to see in the Clone Wars, I guess, that she was like at you know some some warehouse working on stuff and working on a ship, and you know you get Rafa kind of talking about 
uh, where did you learn all this type of stuff? And it's it's a mystery. Like her skill set's always kind of a mystery. And that theme kind of continued, and you can kind of see that in the in the novel. Um, so yeah, anybody who hasn't read it, I think uh, definitely definitely go go check that out. I need to I need to reread it. So yeah. Um, okay. Uh, so here we go. All right. So we've, we've talked about, uh, a lot, a lot, a lot of different things. Um, so I, I kind of had the question here and we, we've kind of talked about it a little bit. Um, I guess I'm just going to go, go absolute, you know, I'm just gonna go crazy here. Cause I have, I have forced toast and, and I, and this is, and Matt is where he, where he's at here. Like we recently, and we don't have to go in depth on any of this at all, but like, I think it was just what was it last week, Matt? We were talking about Mortis. We were talking about the Mortis right. arc, and we were oh, we're oh, oh, we're we're full blown obsessed uh, oh. with with Mortis right now. Well, so and this is okay. So this is really how it started. So as said, you need to go back and you need to watch these Clone Wars episodes. So I went back uh, and I watched them, and it's the Mortis arc because you know there was all the rumors of the Matt Smith, you know, from Doctor Who, who was supposed to be in Star Wars Episode Nine. Um, and possibly playing the son of Mortis, and so I didn't really know who that character was. But so I went back and watched him, and then I just started searching Mortis on YouTube, and I was like, hold, hold on, now this Rebel stuff is coming up. So now I'm like, all right, well now I have to watch Rebels, and so that's really what kicked what kicked it off. Um, but I mean, as and I are becoming obsessed with it because I think it's like, I think it's one, it, it's huge. Uh, let's just start there. It's, it's huge. It's a big deal. But um, I think that it's possible, you know, that this stuff may show up in Mandalorian because I'm 100% convinced that uh, we will see something in episode in this season that ties into uh, possibly Mandalorian as, you know, an Easter egg, something small, but just a nod because uh, Dave Filoni is just too smart of a guy not to do something like that. Um, and so... I think that this Mortis, this Mortis arc is going to be explained even further because one of the things um, it seems like Disney has done since they purchased Star Wars is begun to change the way we view the Force. Uh, begun to strip down the ideas of the Force is light side, dark side, and Jedi and Sith. And that it's going to be more, no, the Force is a spectrum and the Jedi and Sith are just too, you know parties essentially you know uh, that 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 happened to you know just be on either side mm -hmm. yeah and and so laura you, you brought up earlier there that rumor and i hadn't heard that yet about about so we're gonna get back to the force here in a second with with the point that matt's bringing up but like the idea that because we're wondering as matt is going through all of this we're talking about how important is ahsoka how important is ezra and sabine and where do those story those stories end and you were talking about maybe the idea that there's another animated rebels you know uh sh show and i'm just trying to think like timeline wise because it's it's so odd right you get the you get the rumor that you're going to have ahsoka maybe in mandalorian season two of mandalorian which would be five years after the rebellion is over like have you heard any 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 rumor on like timeline as to when when that would take place when would they do it next would it be just right after return of the jedi and and we would pick up with like because Matt does know the end of the story, by the way, just so you know. So Matt, yeah, is, I mean, I, yeah. I know, I know how it ends. Around. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't. It, it's hard to say. That that was sort of my my assumption was that it would it would sort of pick up with after the Battle of Endor and after the epilogue of Rebels, the Rebels finale, and 
and we would see Sabine and, and Ahsoka take off. Um, but I truly have no idea. And I, we, I don't know, Alice, do you remember the Kessel Run transmissions, uh, the videos? If they Did they get into specifics about timeline? Oh, I really don't remember. I don't think that they did. But I, I think that was just the assumption is that, I mean, that's the logical place that the story would yeah. go, would be the hunt for Ezra. Um, but yeah, yeah it, it would be strange for that to be taking... I guess is Mandalorian set five years after Return of the Jedi. Yeah, yeah I think, I think, yeah, it's, I think yeah. it's five. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I, it could be logical. Like they could, I guess, four years. That's enough time to go yeah. find that that dude and four and more find... seasons. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I'm like that's. I'll take it. That's <laughs> works for me. But yeah, that that's. It's one of those things that I I really probably shouldn't be putting so much stock into it because I don't want to be let down when I find out that it's not real but god I just want that show to be real so badly like even if it means like there's no Kanan and Hera in it like which is really they were really my draw for watching Rebels was getting to see them but I would just it would just be so fun to get to like spend some time with those characters again I I I love Ahsoka and I love I love Thrawn and everything about him so if he's involved too that would be uh just the icing on the cake for me yeah, yeah. And, and you know, here's something so, you know, like Dave Filoni being at the helm of all of this and being involved with Mandalorian and then, you know, Clone Wars and Rebels and all this kind of stuff and him that that, Ahso- that Ahsoka character is just so important and is just seemingly like a really big deal. And like the, if she ends up in in season 2 Mandalorian with Baby Yoda, which is one of the biggest things, like that is just going to be absolutely freaking nuts and that's going to be awesome, but but I guess another thing I was starting to notice as I went as I was taking Matt back through, I guess I didn't realize how connected Ahsoka is to the the daughter. Do you remember in the in the in the Mortis arc, like well, okay, Rebels. So you know when they go they're on Lothal and you've got those the the different pictures of the Mortis gods, right? And there's the bird, right? That's on like Sarai. Yeah. So- yeah, yeah. And I was talking to Matt and I was just like, there's something there's something there. And I've been wanting to talk to somebody, you know, about it. And like, how how strong is that connection between Ahsoka and what happened on on Mortis? Like, I guess the question is really, do you think the Mortis arc is still going to like play out? and We're going to learn more about that, even though, you know, what happened there has happened. And maybe that that is that is closed. I, I just didn't think it it was completely over because we saw the murals and then we saw um the connection to the daughter in the world between worlds. So I don't think they could do it in live action form. I think that might get complicated, but we could see more. I mean, I guess if there's more animation or maybe in comics or books, but doesn't Mariah have the same coloring as the sister? Yeah. She's like, like the green and colors, green and kind of glowy. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm, I mean, Ezra, you kind of alluded to it, but like, you know, you talked about how the four, how Lucasfilm has really sort of like dug their heels in deep with the w- weird force shit, is what I love to call it. And I, I, I really, I love subscribing to every single thing that they do when it comes to weird force stuff. So I think that you know, Mortis is very much a part of that in in that realm. Um, and I, I think the really interesting thing that we've learned about the force is that they're the force is constantly battling for balance and it there's you know at any point in time you could interpret things as being out of balance you know like it's never ever there's never going to be satisfaction with it it's always going to be you know the fight for the balance and I, so i think that with that in mind 
you could realistically see anything to do with Mortis anywhere, anytime. And I do agree, Alice. I think it would make a lot more sense to have it somewhere in animation than live action. But I think it's extremely realistic that we could see it again um, and maybe see some sort of connection with with Ahsoka and probably with like a ghost of Yoda. And, you know, I'll be curious to see if, if baby Yoda ties into anything like that. He's obviously very, very force sensitive and very strong. So we'll we'll see. Man, this just, I literally, so <laughs> Laura's talking there, right? And I'm just sort of sitting here like, I, 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 I just love it so much. So, cause, cause my thing is I, I am so intrigued by it and I haven't finished this part in the novelization. You know, when I first started reading and I realized that the, the, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm jumping around here. So the rise of Skywalker novelization, I'm going to, I'm going to tie all this together here. I was talking to Matt <laughs> and like, we're talking about the nature of the force and and I haven't got there yet, so I'm hoping there's 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 a scene for this. But right. you you know how everyone's sort of mystified as to why Leia, um, when she sort of like, she speaks to Ben and, and and dies, but yet doesn't become one with the Force until later when he becomes one with the Force. And I was thinking to myself like, so I started asking Matt like, why is it that the daughter hasn't yet like, like uh, back, clear back to the Mortis arc? I'm like, why is it that she didn't become like one with the Force or? Is there any of her essence that's like still living on in, in Ahsoka in some weird way? And so those are all the types of things that I'm just kind of thinking about. And I have no answer and you don't have to even, you know, uh, reply to it if you don't want. I just I just think it's like it's just fascinating to me. And I'm trying to like I, I love to pretend like I'm, I'm in story group, you know, because I'll have to be a fanboy. And just, you know, like, what, what are they doing? What, what's going on in the boards? What, what are they looking at? You know, how are they trying to tie all this together? And I'm just sort of like I'm still mystified as to why why some of the stuff happens in the rise of Skywalker the way it does. And what does it mean to become one with the force? You know, and Yoda's, uh, I haven't got to this yet with Matt, but like his arc where he goes and learns more from Qui-Gon and learns about how to become one with the force. And like the fact that they introduce this um, in, in rebels that, that Ahsoka is, you know, like a, a part of, or through the, the world between worlds is like still there there's just something bigger going on. You know, there's just something bigger going on. And we don't know what she was doing during the Galactic Civil War necessarily. Or do, or do we? Is that in comic book form or any, anything? Do we? We don't really know what, she, what Ahsoka was doing. Do we? No, because what we know is that at the end in season four, she goes, she doesn't actually leave the world between worlds. She stays in, she goes back. Like Ezra gets out and she stays in and sort of goes deeper like into a different door and then we see her in the epilogue. So there's the whole blank space of what happened in that four-year period of, of when did she get out? How did she get out? Um, all of that stuff is very much still in question. Yeah. And, and so so that's why. So the question originally was, and it's just sort of morphed into something else, but like, like is that Ahsoka is clearly super important, super flipping important. See, I actually forgot that, that she... Um, cause Matt asked me just the other day, like, you know, what does happen to Ahsoka and this whole thing where you're talking right. about this world between worlds? And I was like, I actually need to go back and look. I didn't realize that she maybe stayed there. Um, it just, it seems like to me, she's like, she's like almost like a guardian of that realm, uh, in, in a sense. And then maybe has something, you know, to do later with, with Sabine and, and hunting for Ezra. But, um, we can agree she's, she's significant. She's important. She's still like, it's, there's still so much to explore and and I just kind of wonder, I, I, I keep thinking back to her being preserved and her dying on Mortis and then her, the daughter sacrificing herself with her, you know, and that essence being transferred over. And then I started thinking about when else do we see that? And it's in the Rise of Skywalker where we kind of see some of this like giving up, some, you know, 
essentially passing on your force essence to someone else or giving them life. And I'm just wondering, like, is this all this, is this connected? Is this what Lucasfilm is doing? What are they trying to do to it? They got me spinning around in circles over here. So, yeah. Well, it was smart, too. They released that episode of The Mandalorian early before Rise of Skywalker came out that showed Baby Yoda healing mm-hmm. something with, yeah. you know, the yes. force. Just bef- kind of get us used to it before we saw Ray do it. Um, but, yeah, I I don't know. I haven't personally thought about it that much, Laura. Yeah, no, I haven't either. It, it's what I'm I think that 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 strategy of releasing Mandalorian that Mandalorian episode was definitely purposeful you know give us a little taste of of what this could be like but in terms of the force healing I guess I never even thought about the fact that yeah that that sort of capability is something that we saw in the Mortis trilogy it it didn't occur to me that that was something that we had seen there Um, I, I guess I sort of thought of it as more of a very unique specialized thing since it was happening um amongst the Mortis gods um, that they had some sort of like special special ability, and and maybe that is what it is. But yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I think as long as Dave Filoni is at Lucasfilm and creating Star Wars, Ahsoka is going to yeah. continue to be um, like the modus operandi of like the weird force shit. And I'm hundred percent here for that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, as and I keep having conversations about how they just need to turn Star Wars over to Dave Filoni. Just <laughs> let him, just give it to him. Let him be in charge of the whole deal, and and everything will be fine. Uh, he's just good. He's a good storyteller. He's just he's he's really. I think um, you know if he, he keeps creating. Well, the thing is too, you want him to create. You know, keep creating stories, right? I mean, that's the other thing. I want him to kind of continue this on um, versus like. Like, he still has a lot, I feel like, that he wants to tell, like like this. He wants to finish up this Ahsoka stuff, and he wants to keep working in, in that realm. So as long as he keeps doing that, I'm, I'm very happy, and I, I hope we, 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 we get a lot more. Um, okay, so final thing. Um, just really, if you could narrow it down, like, to one or two, maybe. Um, and this, I'm doing this more for, for Matt here, uh, just as we kind of, we're about to do a whole series on just diving into Ahsoka's, you mm-hmm. know, life and stuff. But, like, well, like some of your favorite um memories or or moments i guess for ahsoka and if you want to do one from you know clone wars and one from rebels or whatever um just kind of wanted to you know have you think about maybe some of your favorite moments because for me uh this character started off i remember back in the day when i wasn't really watching clone wars but yet i had heard about the fact that anakin had an apprentice and i and i was a little bit uh i didn't understand it really i didn't understand yeah and i didn't and it's because i wasn't really watching it it was the time when I was going to college and just had started there. So I really wasn't in yet. And it was a couple years. I think it was like junior year of college or maybe senior year where I finally, you know, I think I had the college thing down a little bit and I was like, I'm gonna go check out Clone Wars, you know? And uh, I started to really get into it. And I'm like, this character is awesome. Like, this is awesome. This is everything that Anakin needed. And it, and it really made sense to me. And so like, at first I was a little bit like, eh, unsure. And then I started to just absolutely fall in love with Ahsoka. And so I don't know if you have just like a, a moment that stands out to you or, you know, uh, something that you really, really like about the character, I guess. Oh, man. Um, I thought she was super annoying at first, so it took me a little while to warm up to her. Uh, but I think she's super important because she's like a woman force user who's really strong and we don't really dive into that much, I don't think, otherwise. And then she's also not... A white brunette, which is nice to see. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm a white brunette, but <laughs> it's yeah. nice to see something different. And she's also not related to anybody important, which is nice. 
Yeah. 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 I just, I have a lot of Ahsoka moments I like. I mean, there are the big ones, like, you know, the Jedi Temple bombing. Yes. And, yes. Uh, what else? Obviously, the Twilight of the Apprentice from Rebels. She she just has a lot of good moments once she kind of grows into her role, yeah. I guess, which takes a little bit of time. Yep. Yeah, agreed. So. It really does. Um, cause, so I can't remember exactly what the timeline of events was when I, in terms of me meeting Ahsoka for the first time, because I think, I don't think I, I want to say maybe I started watching Rebels first before I started Clone Wars, but maybe not. Um, I just remember, like, I, I definitely would have watched Rebel season one and got to the finale and thought, I need to go back and figure out what's what the big deal is with this character because I just thought that she was, like, the fucking coolest bitch I'd ever seen when she climbed down the ladder on the ghost. And she's like, yeah, bitch, I'm flying your ship. Check me out. And she's like, um, this is a new day. Like, I'm Fulcrum. Nice to meet you all. Like, I just yeah. thought she was such a cool badass. And I was, like, so impressed. And I, uh, I, I remember thinking, though, I was like, okay, there's more to this. And I think I need some more background. So I think maybe I had started watching Clone Wars, but maybe I hadn't finished. So then before I got into season two of Rebels, um, I went back and watched all of Clone Wars um, all the way through. But, yeah, I love that moment of the finale of season one of Rebels with Ahsoka. That's one of my favorite moments because... I, I think it, it's what really sort of pushed me even deeper into the fandom. I was just like, all right, I'm committed now. This is yeah. this is happening, and here we go. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that was a lot of fun. But I, I, I definitely have a much more appreciation for Rebels-era Ahsoka than I do for Clone Wars, just personally. But that's everything with when it comes to comparing the two animated series for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. well I, I would say, Laura, you know, like, one of the things, too, I didn't really... So, like, yeah, I have moments in Clone Wars that I really like Ahsoka, and she's cool, but I never really thought that it was going to go much further. I thought, oh, maybe something's going to happen during Order 66, and she gets caught up in all of that. The fact that she's in Rebels, though, just sort of like, no, 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 no. We're taking... And it remind. I had to think back. I'm like, no, no, no. This is not just any Padawan. This is Anakin Skywalker's, you know, like, Padawan. This is his apprentice. And you, 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 I think you take that for granted. One, at least I did when I when I first started watching uh, the series. I'm like, this is a big deal. She's she's really important. She's around one of the top, you know, uh, Jedi in in the galaxy, and she's learned a lot. She she adopts some of his mannerisms and characteristics and stuff, and they they both kind of do, and they're good for each other. And and then it's like, yeah, she she kind of goes away, but it's it's rebels that really elevates her and i think brings and you're just sort of like whoa whoa this is like next level and she is she's badass she's just absolutely badass and and it's awesome so yeah i don't know um because it starts off you know there's a cool moments where you get to see her training some younglings and there's just little cool things that you learn about the jedi you know through her and through you know you learn about paddle on stuff that you really didn't know because i growing up like love to learn about the, when I was younger, I was in middle school and stuff, and I was like, I want to know what the apprentices do and the Padawan, because I figured that's what I am. I'm at that age, like I need to be a Padawan and apprentice and learn all that stuff, you know. And so I was obsessed with that, and so I appreciated that with Ahsoka. But then, you know, being older now and seeing her kind of like leveled up is just, whew, it's just next level. And again, I guess I'm so excited about this too because one, I'm talking. I know that you know Laura and, and Alice really like, um, you know, Rebels, and you guys are really in on on this character. And and then to have my buddy Matt going through it too, it's just got me kind of lit up wanting to talk all about Ahsoka and her arc and then really see where it's where it's going to go. It's just crazy. Matt, I mean, so far, uh, you know, 
Yeah, I mean, so far, I mean, uh, I'd have to say just the coolest moment is her fight against Darth Vader at the end of uh, season of season two, right? Of of Rebels when she, you know, when she cuts into his mask, and then you get to see Anakin, and you get to hear Anakin talk, and then um, again as they all leave, as the holocrons are about, you know, the temple's about to explode, uh, we see the bird. Right. And so that just causes you to think, OK, because she did she transform into the bird? You know what's going on there? And all that ties back into that Mortis stuff, which is why we're so uh, we're just so intrigued by it right now. So it all Matt, of, I can't just des- I in. can't I can't decide if I just hate you or not, because now you don't have to sit with the waiting for like <laughs> um, two years, years of being like, is she alive? And like you get on fucking right. Reddit and everybody's like, no, you saw her walk into the temple. And then like, oh no, but you saw her stumble into the temple. Oh no, but the owl was still alive. So it's it went on right. for so long, man. Like you don't have to endure yeah. any of that. I know, I'm just like, I'm just like oh, here you go, here you go. But you know what? I mean, this it's, it's like the same, it's like, the same people, the same things could be said for uh, for us, right? Of like the you know we grew up at a time when oh well we can go watch episodes one, two, and three in theater and we didn't have to wait, you know, and we like you know like my parents and stuff like that waited for you know twenty years or whatever, and so you know <laughs> oh, so I yeah. Mean, yeah I mean so those are the people who were the real <laughs> like oh. like champ like champions yeah but no yeah I mean it, it, but it's great Disney Plus is great man you know just click okay. But that's where we're at with Mandalorian right now, especially in a time when, you know, we can't really go outside and do stuff where I'm just like, God, I want Mandalorian right (laughs) now. Like I was more when Mandalorian was finishing. I was like, I think I'd rather have man. It's like it was like if I could have Mandalorian season two right now or Rise of Skywalker, you know, this is like days before Rise of Skywalker. I'm like, I'll take season two. Like I'll I'll take season two right now. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 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 It's it's I don't know. It's interesting. And and I'm with I'm with Laura. It is is sort of uh I'm at least glad I guess um because I have access to Matt. I'm like fly through this now. Like yeah. you know get through it as fast as you can and let's go. Let's talk about this. So it's it's been it's been cool. And you guys are helping us kind of with that conversation and, and transitioning. And and we're gonna we're gonna keep talking about it. And I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. But um yeah it's just been really neat you know one more thing too before um i let you guys go and i don't want to keep you too long but like uh i wanted to mention your guys's blog and and i i was reading sort of the i'm a big i was talking to you know it was tom uh tom tom gross and he's he's a librarian and i was talking to a couple of the mother uh you know star wars buddies and and, and uh, you know alice you like books and and you and you you read all the star wars you know novels and stuff um matt recently just read what was it? Revenge of the uh, Sith novelization? Oh, uh, no, I read the episode one novelization. Oh, and then that's right. I did the episode one novelization. And then you and I read Phasma and we're working through Black Spire right now. Oh, yay. Yeah. I actually haven't read any of the novelizations. I just don't really care to, yeah. to be honest. But yeah. I think I'm at like 30 something for my book count. Yeah. Really? Well, yeah. well yeah. It, uh, the episode one novelization, which I know it episode one is, is my favorite Star Wars uh, for a lot of reasons, mostly just because it's nice. a, it saw it in theater and I love Qui-Gon Jinn and he's, he's my favorite. So and the Darth Maul battle at the end. Um, but the episode one novelization, uh, George Lucas actually helped write a couple specific uh passages in that book and they talk about um 
you know, they, they talk about like Darth Bane and, you know, the, the, the creation of the Sith and the rule of two. Um, and there's just a lot of really cool extra um, like small little scenes in there, which actually, you know, a, a lot of it talks about Anakin and just like him growing up and how he was just always, you know, he would he would notice things. Um, and it's a lot of Shmi, too, which is cool. Like, you get a lot of, huh. of a character that you don't think you'd ever really want to learn a lot about. But it, uh, there's just a lot of extra dialogue in there about her talking about, like, you know, being a single like, being a single mother and Anakin also being this very special boy where um, it was he's really helpful because, you know, he noted if, if, if like, a plate is about to fall down from, you know, like, the, the cupboard, like, he'll catch it. And stuff like that. It's a, it, the, I rec- I highly recommend the the episode one the episode one novelization. Uh, and then the episode I haven't read it yet, but I, I see it on Twitter. The episode three novelization looks like it's the greatest book ever written. And so <laughs> I, I got, I've I got, heard I got, that too. I got I oh my gosh! There's a um, Anthony, our buddy, rural farm boy. He's uh, he got us hooked on that. Uh, on Twitter, there's a Twitter feed that just posts quotes from that, and I mean, every quote is like the single most epic line I've ever read, and like they're all in this one book, so it's it's definitely on our on our soon to read list. Yeah, there's a Twitter um, a Twitter handle that all it does is spit out Revenge of the Sith novel. Yeah. You guys yeah, are both talking exactly. about the same bot. It's a it's like a uh, bot account, and you, it's uh, exactly. it was created yeah. by two of our friends on on Twitter. One of them is uh, is Christy from from Hearts of Kyber. She uh, she had a hand, I think, in the creation of that of that bot, which I I love it. Every time I see it, it makes me smile. <laughs> it's great. That's awesome. I love I love it. I love it. Yeah, wow, we're gonna have to wow, we're gonna to make a connection there. That's really cool because uh, because it is something we we both now follow, and it just it, anytime like we'll I'll, I'll see it, screenshot it, send it to Matt. You see the you know the new tweet today. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's really yeah. Cool. Revenge, um, Revenge of the Sith novel quotes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So people need to check that out now. I'm, where I'm leading to is like I I started reading um, Laura's. Uh, it's on uh, forcedosepod.com, your blog, and just like. The stuff that I wasn't really into novelizations, actually, I, I didn't read them either. Actually, I, it took me kind of like I, I think it was um, gosh, I think it was The Last Jedi was the first one that I had actually read. Um, me too. I've only ever yeah. read one other one and it was The Last Jedi. <laughs> oh, really? OK. Yeah. But now, is it true? So The Last Jedi had like expanded scenes, though. Right. It, it did. Yes. It, the Force Awakens did not. And the, the Last Jedi was also expanded uh, like The Rise of Skywalker is. Yeah, and so and I didn't. And again, I'm I'm kind of leaning on Matt here, but in those um, prequels, to hear that George Lucas had sort of some, you know, say as to this is what I was thinking, and here's some of the dialogue that didn't get used, and see what you can do with sort of this. I think that's that's awesome, and I and and, and I love that. You know, I didn't even know the name of the planet that the rebels um, that the resistance is on in the Rise of Skywalker until I started listening to the to the novelization. I somehow missed it. I can't even think of it right now. Um, well, yeah, I mean, it's not listed. I don't think they say it at any point in the movie out loud. I learned it from oh. the visual dictionary, but I don't I don't right. think they say the name of the planet at any point in the movie. Oh, OK. See, I thought they did. OK, I thought maybe it was something I just, you know, missed or whatever, because I was, you know, as I was listening, um, I was sort of like, that's the name of the planet. You know, I was like, that's awesome. You know, and, and so to me, it, it gives you those extra kind of um, details and stuff. So I'm just encouraging people to go read your blog. And, and I think it's it's kind of neat because I'm getting sort of the, the the same thing that you're getting. Uh, out of that or that you've experienced when when you read it because it's just expanded and it's really cool it kind of adds to the story so 
Yeah. Yeah. It was a great read. Thank, thank you for saying that. I, I really enjoyed writing that. That was the, the, we haven't contributed a ton of stuff to the blog on our website. We kind of just throw stuff up there every now and every now and then when we feel so inclined. And that was one of those things where I sat and read the book and I was just like, this is just like fantastic. Like, I mean, I'll keep my opinions about the rise of Skywalker to myself, but overall I thought it made for a much better book than it did movie in general. Yeah. And I, uh, I, I, yeah, I think it's, it's great for people who had lingering questions after the movie. It fills in a lot of blanks and it adds in like these really, really great little extra scenes that just like round out the story in such a perfect way. It rounds out Leia's story in this amazing way. Um, it really is. It's a great read. Highly recommend. Yeah, yeah, and that's some of the things you were saying, and I thought that was neat. You, were, you talked about how it kind of rounds out sort of Leia's story, and I thought, yeah, spot on. So, um, But yeah, again, um, so you guys definitely uh, check that out, forcedtoastpond.com, and uh, thank you both for being here. I'm just like super giddy, if you can't tell, just to like have you guys <laughs> on the show and just be talking Star Wars with different people. It's sort of, um, it's just a fun, and, and, and collaborating and talking with people, it kind of gives me like a celebration vibe. If, if that makes sense. I feel like I'm getting a little... Totally. Yeah, it gives me like a taste of that because I, I have memories associated with different people that I just, you know, like I, I remember seeing... I remember seeing Alice walking out of... I forget what it was. It was like the fall, like the video game, Fallen Jedi, whatever. And just, you know, I have different memories just with, with uh, you guys at Celebration. It's just really cool. And it kind of takes me back there because... I have just fallen in love with celebration and I will go every year. I don't care what it takes. I will always go from now on. And it's just, I'm, I'm in love. Um, so yeah. So thanks again. You guys are absolutely wonderful and it's been, yeah. been great to have you. Um, thanks for having us. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, thanks for coming. Yeah. Uh, if you would though, can you, um, uh, can we just, can you tell everybody kind of where to find you guys and, and where, you know, uh, they can listen to the podcast and everything. Sure. We have, uh, we're both on Twitter. Alice is at Slaya all day. That's Leia with an S. It's Slaya all day. I am at shut up underscore Laura. And that's, those are our Twitter handles. We're, we're both a lot more active on Twitter than we are on Instagram. Um, same with our show's handle. It's at Force Toast Pod. Um, we're a lot more active there. So yeah, come find us on Twitter, chat with us, shoot us a DM if you want, if you're feeling socially distanced from everything in the world and you just want to talk star wars <laughs> just send us a message we'll we'll sit and chat um and yeah our website is forcedtoastpod.com we uh you can find our show on all of the major podcast distributors we're on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, stitcher iHeartRadio, spotify um there's a full list on our website so go check that out and yeah our show is force toast a star wars happy hour where we drink wine and talk about star wars and it's a lot of fun that's awesome. awesome. Color. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um, and you guys post every uh, every week or every other week or? Every other Tuesday. Every other Force week. Force Toast Tuesday. Yeah. Yep. That's awesome. That's awesome. Oh, it's so cool. That is so neat. Um, okay. Awesome. Well, yeah, again, thank you guys so much. And, and honestly, anytime something comes up and you guys want to speculate, and you want to come back on or what have you, again, it's just we're just hanging out in hyperspace and that's sort of our thing. We just love to have people on and hear about you know um just just you know just to just to kind of dish you know and, and talk about whatever's on your mind or whatever you're reading or whatever you're consuming for star wars it's sort of our thing so uh thanks so much and and really really appreciate it now i got to get back to rebels you know with matt i've got to like literally get <laughs> off here we've got to sprint through so oh man yeah absolutely all right well 
We want to thank you for hanging out in hyperspace. In our next episode, we will be discussing Star Wars Clone Wars Season 7, Episode 7, as well as your transmissions. So be sure to send us your Star Wars thoughts, origin stories, or favorite memories from a galaxy far, far away. If you like our podcast, don't forget to subscribe, like us, write a review, leave a comment, or send us a transmission at hyperspacehangout at gmail.com. We will see you next time, and remember that traveling through hyperspace ain't like dusting crops. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.